number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. How are you on a lawn maintenance Tuesday? Well, I hope everybody okay out there? Didn't wash away? Storm wasn't that bad? Doing okay? Knock on wood? Everybody's all right? I hope so. I hope so. There is a tree to the right side of my house that's positioned in such a way that had it blown over, that my neighbors would not have been hurt. Our house, my house, my wife and I and the kids' house would not have been affected. Affected, No cars would have been destroyed. I was rooting for it. I watched closely. I was looking out the window. I wanted this tree to go. I don't like the tree. It's a nuisance tree. And you wanted nature to decide for you. I wanted nature you. to decide yeah. for me. I wanted nature to take care of business, but uh, it didn't happen yesterday. That tree just stared me down. I went, oh, I'm going. I don't know what happened there. I don't know. I'm going nowhere. Is what you, didn't, you didn't curse. No, I didn't do anything wrong there. I was just telling you what the tree said. Uh, so that's 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 where we're at. Uh, Chad, well done. Thanks for the ten bucks that you want on a scratch off. <laughs> oh, that's well played. Fair enough. So you know what I think is interesting. If you go, we've spoken uh, at length about expectations, day to day interaction at camp, leadership. Who's emerging? Who isn't? Who we like? What we don't like? Win totals. I've looked at win totals across all of college football, not just here in Tallahassee. But uh, one thing I've noticed on the message boards and the presence of the questions here on the chat uh, for the Jeff Cameron Show on Warchant TV. One thing I've noticed is that there is extreme dissatisfaction, either from people who have an inside scoop, they're getting the inside dope straight dope, if you will, from somebody on staff. Maybe they know a player. I don't know. Maybe they've been able to uh, spend some time over at practice unbeknownst to the coaches. I'm not sure. But there's an awful lot of complaining about what's not good with Florida State football right now. And I, you know, for example, uh, here you go. Here's, Here's one. Can someone answer this question? Why are we having problems snapping the ball in camp? That is a very specific question. Yeah, it's very specific because it's also been a problem for some time. We we haven't been very consistent with that thing, and it's I think it's emblematic of where we're at. It's very emblematic of where we're at. Like snapping the ball consistently well is the thing that we don't do Remember, consistently well. When Bavion was was recruited here, he was the number one center in the nation. I believe that was rivals. I think that was us. And when he got here, it was he like, well, was? yes, yes, he was a top center in the country. I, I mean, it might be two or three consensus, but yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to have a center now. And then he got here, and the word was he can't snap. It's like, well, how the hell did you project him as a center if we've got snapping issues? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But it has been an issue ever since Stork left, really. Barron wasn't that great at it. No, he wasn't. It's been a problem. But that's why they they uh, Cam Irving went over there, and Big Ron Johnson came in in 2014. So we had a, a half season Big solution. Big Rod, baby, old Big Rod Johnson. He was good for a little while, and then Big was Rod a, was really good briefly, and then all of a sudden off. Big Rod just fell to pieces. And Jimbo was the first to call it out. Well, Jimbo was the first to say that he's going to be the best tackle we've ever had here, and then the first to say that he's not progressing like we had hoped because <laughs> <Right. laughs> yes. he was very very angry. He's failed me. Well, I think. Yeah, I could just picture that walking back to his office. Dos, why dos? Why these kids are failing me and you, but mainly me. 
Damn it, dogs, get out of my face. It was rhetorical. But you called me in here. Never. <laughs> we need a pizza. I, I just. <laughs> oh, you have to laugh to keep from crying. I don't know. I, I I look forward to the celebration of a start of a season as much as anybody, but when we get into the weeds of what we can and can't do, it can get to be a little daunting. It can be frustrating. I think some people are expressing that. I just think that, you know, again, if you're if you're not a candidate uh, to win the Atlantic and we're not, then expect to find, you know, foibles. Are we a candidate to finish second in the Atlantic? I don't think mind? so, no. Ooh, okay. See, that's why I asked the question. No, I don't think so. I. Uh, We're shooting for bronze this year? The Atlantic is garbage, uh, It's not, but it's not as big a gar- – well, the ACC's not good, Tom. Right, yeah. The ACC is not a real good football conference so uh, right So second now. place in the Atlantic, in theory, shouldn't be that much of a leap, but you're saying it still is. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I uh, would not. I would not venture down the path of being a sporting guy or gal and putting money on Florida State to finish second in the Atlantic Division. I um. I'd bet on NC State to be ahead of us. There's a part of me that's leaning towards Boston College being ahead of us. We had a meeting. You were at this meeting, and we we get an opportunity. It's very exciting. I I'm very very fortunate to do this for a living. I love it. And I pinch myself all the time. And a lot of times it's because we're able to talk about, hey, what are we going to do for this bowl game? Or are we traveling to this big game? And, you know, th- this, there's a lot of fanfare for this one. You know, how, how can we best serve the, uh, the listeners of the Jeff Cameron Show, the, you know, the, the subscribers of Warchant.com? Like, do we need a presence for this road game or that road game? And how's that going to work? Which of our great staff members are going to be there to cover this? And who's going to work with them? Well phrased. Well, you know, I brought up at this meeting that I thought it would be important in a weird way. And I, listen, it's not lost on me that it kind of roll your eyes sort of material. But I thought hey, it's going to be really important that we, we have representation, I think, at this Wake Forest game. Because I think that game will tell you exactly what Forest State is or is not. I, I That game, not the Notre Dame game. That game, because, okay, look. If you win the Notre Dame game, let's go ahead, pie in the sky, Ooh. let's buy in, let's do it, right? The big Labor Day there show. There you go, right? Big one. What an amazing win. Here we go, back on our feet with an opportunity to take a real big step forward as a program and get back, maybe sooner rather than later, to where we expect to be. So say you win that game. Now, I would suspect, again, I'm not picking us to win that game, but let's say you do. Well, the Wake Forest game still becomes huge because you have to prove that it wasn't a one-night magic was in the air, emotions ran high, Notre Dame lost 55% of its production last year, they came in, they're not quite ready, and you caught them by surprise, you rode that wave of momentum early on, and you won that game. If you don't back that up with a win against Wake Forest, it doesn't mean a lot. It'll feel good in the moment, but your September is still sort of, eh, all of a sudden... Again, at that point, you'd be 2-1, and one, but you would have lost in the conference your first ACC game to Wake. It's not like we think of Wake as a juggernaut. Right. It so would hurt. You 
you can have a good September with a loss to Notre Dame and a win over Wake Forest. But you can't have a good September if you lose to Wake Forest Correct. in any circumstances. Well, That's what you're saying. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. That is exactly what I'm saying. And I, that, that Wake game is the cornerstone for a season. It's the launching point for a successful season. If you win that game, then your, your goals are still in front of you. You still have a chance. Because, look, you're gonna, I think they're going to beat Syracuse without question. I think Syracuse should, yeah. is probably the worst team in the ACC. They're a team that's on the cusp of having to – Fire Dino Babers. So th- there's that, okay? Uh, I think that there's a good chance, and I know we got blasted by them a year ago, but I think being organized and having a real offseason will help offset a lot of what went wrong and a lot of the problems Florida State had against Louisville a year ago. Plus, that game's here. I just feel good about that game. Now, again, I'm not I'm not putting that in and pin, but I feel good about that game. So the weight game's the one that I keep coming back to where I say, if you win that, all of a sudden there's real momentum because – because say you lose to Notre Dame or win, whatever, you, the next game's a win automatically. It's Jacksonville State. Now, you can get on a roll here if you win the weight game. Like, all of a sudden, you can start stacking pieces on top of one another. The way the schedule lays out, it's back heavy. It's a brutal, it's a, a brutal, no, it's a brutal stretch run. It's a brutal second half. It's a very difficult second half of the season. So you're going to need some confidence going into the hardest part of your schedule. And the only way to get that is to win these very winnable home games and, for that matter, a winnable road game in Wake Forest. You've got that opportunity before you have to go take on Clemson and North Carolina. And then, obviously, we know what the latter stages of the schedule is. It's it's Miami, B.C., and Florida late in the year. I just think that it just matters so much, the Wake game. I, I I've circled that ever since the schedule came out. I with, continue to harp on it. With NC State in front of Miami, right? Isn't that where they are on the schedule? We need to do a W's and L's maybe after scrimmage two and we get the intel from that one. Uh, but if that's the case and that's the way you finish it, you don't want to go finish the season on like a four or five game losing streak. Like that, it, it potentially could happen because NC State's good enough. They're coming down here historically. We play them way better here than we do on the road. But that's one hell of a string to finish the year. Yeah, you get, luckily, uh, after the North Carolina game, you do get the bye ahead of UMass. You get the UMass win. <laughs> so, well, the reason I say that is you get a win in October. Right, you're preparing for NC State through the bye. I mean, you're you're not preparing for UMass, and you're not going to prepare for Clemson all that much. Well, I think you'll prepare. I mean, you don't want to go up there and get beat 90-7. to I mean, you, 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 Yeah, but you, some of the principles we are installing for NC State may work against Clemson. I mean, like mm-hmm. if you're really going to put the eggs in a basket of a game that you can win – you're probably spending extra time during the bye week on NC State, Boston College. You're trying to install for those opponents more than you normally would or normally should, which would be you obsess over Clemson for a couple of weeks when we're healthy as a program. We just ain't there. That doesn't seem like a smart use of resources. I think, oddly, you know, there's a. I just have a funny feeling because this happens every year and we end up in this, and I know that we've lost them several years in a row now. Hasn't mattered to me as much if only because – I don't know. It didn't feel like anything was on the line for either team other than pride. But oddly, I kind of feel like, once again, I'm not buying into Miami. If De'Ara King is not going to run as much as he did a year ago before the big injury, and he has to be more of a passer from the pocket consistently, I don't think that season is going to go as well as they they think it is. Uh, And that's an annual occurrence, by the way. So. I'll give our I'll give our hope uh, you know glimmer of hope in in November to the Miami game in a in a weird way. Bad month for Miami. Typically, well, uh, I believe that's the month they gave up 
66 points to North Carolina in last year. Is that right? Did I get that right? I'll have to look. Maybe you did. Maybe it was I, I think uh, maybe did. it was 70. I don't know. No, I think it was 66. I think they gave up an awful lot. Yeah, and that, that wasn't the same. i uh, got to go back and check. It was a weird year, but typically, as is the case with Miami, when things begin to fall apart and it appears that they cannot win the Coastal yet again and that they're not going to go to any meaningful game in the postseason and that they're playing out the string, there's a whole lot of quitting them. Oh, I just going to play right. out the string. September has been our bugaboo month for a long time. For Miami, it's anything after about game seven. Yeah. 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 Except there's for that usually, one time. There's like a weird, unexpected loss in there, and then all of a sudden it's off. Oh, forget it. We're done. We're just going to call it a day. Yeah. Might catch them right then. That That's is- our final home game of the season. That's senior day against Miami. Better bring it. Go on the road for BC and Florida to finish the season. Who the hell agreed to that? Family weekend, October the 2nd against Syracuse, and the UMass game is homecoming since we're naming significant dates. And <laughs> <laughs> It's wise of us for the old Walt Bell special to have homecoming. <laughs> I just know that whenever you get family weekend or homecoming, either one, it's time to break out. Make sure your camera phone is charged and ready to roll, guys. There are... Incredible moments in which you catch dad's socks pulled up too high, and they are FSU socks. You get the rope belts in all their glory. That has to be grandpa now, though, right? Because, you know, I'm starting to phase in in the next five years or so. socks with FSU on No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm starting to phase into that demo, though, of like parents weekend. We're not that far off from my age group if they had kids young Mm. being candidates. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm magically going to start. Like, you started buying lotto tickets. I don't know that I'm going to be buying tube socks that go up to my knees. I, don't, I hope I don't you think do. So. It would be a hell you of a didn't. turn. I didn't, but I hope you do. I think it would be fantastic. If you get tube socks and pull them up to your knees and routinely wear shorts that come down to your knees so that the tube socks are almost touching the knee shorts, right. and then the, the, but, 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 but we still can see the top of said tube socks, and they are garnet and gold. This feels like half of my Tom Kite costume that I, I will oh, wear this year for Halloween. Yes, I'm going to yes. do it this year. But no I want to see the tube socks, and I want to see the FSU tube socks at that, and I want the plastic watch with the FSU, you know, you got to order the Seminole head, whatever you whatever right, you need, right. you know, yep. Chief Osceola. And then I need uh, to go with it. You're going to have to get the, the rope belt with an FSU, the FSU one. Not just an old willy-nilly. Like, right, yeah, yeah, the Florida yeah. State one. You mean like I'm the, not saying go to Kohl's and get you a The expandable one? Yeah. Like, so if you're putting it on stress, it's like Florida. <laughs> yeah, I love it. State. Yeah, or maybe the little rhinestone ones. The little rhinestone action. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Very telling quote I'm going to uh, read to you here in a moment. I think more than anything else. I mean, I, I, I think every day we come in here, people want to know what Mike Norvell said or was there anything we can glean from what he said or it was inferred. Tom, you, you'd have to go to warchant.com and read the story. Ooh, that's very nicely done. But I will tell you that the thing that stuck out to me most was the very last line of the story. Now go back and go ahead and you know get the summation, but you you want to read just this last line because to me that quote more than any other is telling about what last year was and what we hope this year to be very specifically on offense. And the quote reads, "What I'm excited about is we call a drop back pass and we can actually throw and catch it. It's good to see. You could play devastating if you wanted to." I mean, that is, good God, man. For the love of God! It's, that is, that's me coaching the Timberlane Raiders. That's me coaching the Timberlane Raiders about week two or three of practice, coming home and telling my then-girlfriend, we threw a pass today and it was caught. And... Those were 12-year-olds. And she's excited for you because she knows you've been worried about this. Yeah, because we've been unsuccessful in calling the, you know, passing game. The drop-back pass game has been lacking. Devastating. And, uh, again, without being cynical, that quote doesn't that quote just leap off the page? Your head coach, who's an offensive guy calling the plays, okay? This is the guy, right? I mean, Kenny Dillingham is this guy, but we, we get it. He's putting together the game plan. They're of he's, one mind. I think yeah, you right. should know that. Yeah, He's the guy. One mind. Your head coach, play caller, all of that, his offense just said, what I'm excited about is we call a drop back pass and we can actually throw and catch it. It's, For the love of God! And then says, it's good to see. As if we really haven't seen much of it. Yeah, that's true because all the advanced metrics from a year ago show you that when you had to throw it and everybody knew you were going to throw it, you were terrible. And there are myriad reasons for why they couldn't execute in the passing game a year ago. But assessing that blame doesn't really matter. I mean, they couldn't block it up in obvious passing situations. And Jordan Travis wasn't good enough. Just wasn't good enough. That's a terrible combination. That you, the we can't block it, he can't throw it combo is not going to win you a lot of football games. That's Bend a, over. That's a tough combo. It's brutal when somebody says, well, how would you assess the passing game when you got to throw it, when everybody knows you're going to throw it, when you're not ahead of the chains, when, it's not ob- you know, when it is obvious that you got to make a play in the passing game. And I have to then say as a coach, well, we don't block it up real well, and my quarterback can't throw it accurately. That's a a hell of a thing. Bend over. Now, again, I say all of that because I I prefaced it without being cynical. I'm just telling you what those numbers tell me. But here's the good news. They're going to be better at blocking it up this year. Markedly better? I don't know about that. Better, I think. Will it be a seismic shift in the way that they're able to protect in the passing game? Probably not. Probably not. Will it be noticeable? I think so. I think so. So we're getting to a place there. We're getting to a place. 
That's good to know. Uh-huh. And then secondarily, I'd tell you that um, if Jordan Travis starts at quarterback for Florida State, he's a better passer now than he was a year ago. That I definitively believe to be true. I think that is true. That's a testament to his hard work and growth at the position and him putting in the time and effort and focus. Good. So there's two things to lead you to believe they'll be better at it. And that quote, without being a jerk, again, that quote says an awful lot about how exhausting last year was for the head coach and really for anybody on the offense. Because, man, at a place like Florida State, where they've had some pretty good quarterbacks at a place like Florida State where they've had some of the best offenses in the history of the game, it's hard to stomach the overwhelming joy one feels when you're able to call a drop-back pass and, quote, actually throw and catch it. I think if somebody walked off of the street and brought that quote to our attention, they said, who do you think said that? I think you and I would both respond, Coach McKay for the Bucks was it John McKay? Because that I heard how Mike delivered it. It wasn't you know cynical and he was waiting for the punchline. He was actually just saying it in passing and moving on to the next point. But the way that reads and sounds in my brain sounds like something like uh, akin to uh, how what would you say about the execution of your football team? I'm, I'm for all it. for it. Yeah, that's it's on that level. I'm glad that we can complete a forward pass. All right. Yeah, I think it says everything you need to know about where we were and where, where we we're were. trying to get to. Where we were. Yeah, where we were. But, I mean, again. Um, People hmm. are more comfortable admitting their foibles when they're past the foibles and they fix the things. You'll hear more about the bad times after the bad times are over because people come to grips with them and they're willing to admit how bad those times were. I think that's what that is. Oh, man, look at this. Just made me smile. I just saw this. Chris writes, still got my Raiders jacket from 98. Good on you, Chris. He was one of your players? Mm-hmm. Good times. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's a toughie. Hey, Chris, how many F-bombs did Coach Cameron drop in a Raiders practice on average or a game? Maybe, uh, well, Feel I Feel free to answer in the comments. i got to go back to, it's 98? Maybe it was 96. Maybe Chris didn't play for me. <laughs> go and look. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, and I can't remember every kid. 96 was when you coached them, perhaps? I There was two years, but I would be the silver anniversary? Are we getting there? It's been a long time. Maybe 25 years ago. If Jamie Gibbons is listening to the show today, he was on that team, so he could tell me. Oh, was he really? Yeah. I don't know that. He was a defensive back. Little tyke. Glad he chose basketball. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get off your field? He gave No, he gave me a lot of effort. He, he, was, a, he was a tough, tough-minded kid. He was. He was really tough. Just right. Just yeah. Not a starter. That's what I'm hearing. All the kids play at that age. <laughs> oh, All yeah, the well, kids play yeah, at that but age. Not a starter. You know, unless his parents were there that day. It's um, it's a, it's a toughie. It's a tough existence. It's okay. I was a bench player on my high school golf team. I get this. I understand this. I would uh, I would go on to say Caleb said so. That's where we are. Holy hell, yeah, man. It is where we are. There's no. No sense in trying to dodge that. It's it's accept again. I'm gonna I'm going to repeat this and probably ad nauseum, and I'm going to do so because I have to beat you over the head so that you'll have realistic expectations when we start the season. For the love of God, I want you to have real expectations, legitimate expectations, not this pie in the sky. Oh God, please let us win ten games, but real 
well adjusted. I just turned off our. Th- did I just? You did, yeah. I yeah. But I, it's I, just I, me now. It's solo cam. But how you're do talking. I have power to turn off everything? That shouldn't be. I don't know. It was an accidental click. <laughs> it's me on the camera right now. Hello, everybody. Don't worry. The radio show will continue. It is continuing. If you aren't already aware, the War Chant Multimedia Network has you covered on your drive home. Grab our podcast every day before you hit the road and on your drive to work. Subscribe to Wake Up War Chant presented by DeLuna Coffee and hear the latest from our War Chant teammates, Corey Clark and Aslan Hasabandi. That's Wake Up War Chant wherever you get your podcast. More of the Jeff Cameron Show on 93.3 Real Talk Radio in a moment. Today's the day all 32 teams must meet the roster cut deadlines in the National Football League. Tim Tebow told to have a good day. Didn't make it to the second round of cuts. Shocking. Uh, Down to 85 we go. Then we get to the following Tuesday. That's next week. Down to 80. And then, boom, just like that. Two weeks from today, we're down to 53. And let's get it on. Did you hear what B.A. said about Tampa's second preseason game? No. Brady's not starting, and he's not playing most of the starters. So it's going to be the third game that we roll him out there. Uh, huh? If if that. I wonder. Yeah, it, I wondered how teams were going to do it to begin with because it is different. You do have that elongated stretch between the final preseason game and the yep. start of the season. That has an effect. Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, again, I was kind of curious – would would they play because the penultimate preseason game is the one in which most of the time teams play their starters right for a for a prolonged stretch in the past yeah but I guess with this being a different uh, day one more regular season game more time between the last preseason game and the start of the season maybe everybody shifts and does it differently the one thing I can count on is my man John Harbaugh cares not for a timeline of when the regular season starts. Just that they win said preseason game. Just that they win said preseason game. What did you say the cutdown was? It was 85 today, but then next week they have to get it down to... Uh, we, no, today we went from... Uh, yeah, today we were down to 85. Next week they only got to get down to 80. That's and then, it? Oh, Yeah, man. but then you go from 80 to 53. So, so I know. guess this is your chance this yeah. weekend. Well, yeah. If you didn't make the cut today, you were garbage. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all there is. I mean, relative to... Right. You, know, to, you know, I'm not talking about your personal worth. I'm just talking about well, of course, your yeah, worth yeah. to that football team. You, know, you, might, you were garbage. Might consider the Alouettes. Yeah. <laughs> Go play in Montreal. I, I don't know. Your first cut material, that's a tubby. Alouettes are probably doing better than that. But, you know, you do that. You go through the names of those that were told to have a good day, and uh, you try to find, you know, a lot of times it's like, okay, well, our punter competition came to an end, and James Smith didn't win. That's a real person. He didn't. The Titans cut him today. Oh, is that so? Yeah. I didn't make that Big up, news. although it sounds like a guy that I would make up. You know, by the Did way. Did Shefty break that or Ian no, Rappaport? No, that's <laughs> Big just news. on the team site. By the way, Antonio Callaway did not make the cut in Kansas City. Oh, uh, what was, a shame. Yeah, shocking. Uh, by the way, also while I'm at it, remember Lorenzo Neal? Absolutely. Yes, you do, right? Yeah, fullback. Yeah. 41, I do believe. One of the all-time great fullbacks. Broke my heart. His son got cut today by Denver. Didn't, didn't make the team. He was a defensive tackle. Lorenzo okay. Neal well, Jr. I would figure he'd at least be a fullback, if not something bigger, he'd, and he he'd, was. He'd be a hoss, right? Yeah. Bo Scarborough got cut by the Raiders. Oh, he, mm-hmm. he had a cup of coffee with Detroit last year. He yeah. was okay. Yeah, he got cut by the Raiders. Uh, trying to, yeah, again, I went through all of this trying to find the, the big names of those that uh, got oh, cut. That, Albert was Morris got cut today by the Giants. That makes sense. He's a running back, and he had his... 
15 minutes like five years ago. Lamar Miller got cut by the Washington football team, and you know the more you say that name out loud, the more you embrace it, the more you like the W, the more you like that they should just keep that name as such. Well, their uniforms are fantastic. They are. Yeah. Should we incorporate the mustard more here? Probably sacrilege, right? I think you could do it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would would incorporate it once a year. I think everybody wants to know whether or not we're going to ever don that white helmet. Yes, that was a question that was asked to uh, Devontae Love-Taylor on Sunday. He did not bite. He did not bite, no. yeah. You're going to try to trick him. Everybody's going to try to trick him, trick him, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Bucks, by the way, nondescript. Josh Pearson, Daquan Hampton, Cameron Kinley, all told to have a good one. No other really massive names on that front. I, nah, I didn't, Not when you get down to 85. No, no. But when you get to... Uh, it's kind of ridiculous that Tebow didn't make it to the next round when you think about it. I mean, come on. He needed another couple of years to make it to the second cut. Mm. A little bit more time. Could he play quarterback in the CFL right now? I saw Jeremiah Masoli is a starting quarterback. I would think so. I think he could. Yeah, I think so too. Jamal Adams got paid, by the way. He agreed to a four-year, $70 million contract, $38 million of that guaranteed. That $17.5 million per year average uh, is, well, sizable to make him the only safety to have received more guaranteed money uh, is Landon Collins. Uh, that's He's doing some things. Wow, I didn't realize that because when you look at the total and then the guaranteed money, it's kind of low percentage-wise. Usually a team projects for you how long the contract really is. Mm-hmm. So if it's 70 and his guaranteed figure is, what, 36 and change, 38? Yeah. They're telling you it's a two-year deal. And if he's still good, they'll play the third year. Yeah, and and I think that all you ever care about as a player, and again, these conversations have shifted and been shaped over the years, uh, given the... I've always been blown away by the NFL being the last to come to the table with guaranteed contracts, and we talked about this at length, but now, anymore, you can plaster on the headline $500 million, but you got to do what you just did, which is let's get inside this and find out how long yeah. is this contract really, how much of this is guaranteed, right. what are they on the hook for really, and for how long. Right. And yeah, yeah I mean, that's you could put $530 million, and then what you end up finding out invariably, and, and there are exceptions, but oh, well, it's not $530 million at all, just like this is in four years, $70 million, it's... Thirty-eight million dollars. Thirty-eight that, guaranteed. Yeah, that's yeah. all. You, that's about half of seventy. So you're looking yeah. at half the contract <laughs> yeah, yeah, length. That's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And if you're a player, you post whatever you want, whatever you know you need to say that makes you feel better. But I, how much am I guaranteed to get if tomorrow on my way to camp I shatter my leg in a car accident? Knock on wood, it's not going to happen. Do I? What am I walking away with? Well, I'm walking away with thirty-eight million. That's all that really matters. But there was a time, and it wasn't that long ago, where you were walking away with nothing. Not a cut tomorrow. It was a ruthless game. Right, yes. And it's what led to players realizing that their only real leverage, and this bothers fans, but the bottom line is, as a player, all you can ever do is withhold your ability. So you could say, I, well, I won't show up. I'm not going to play if that's, if that's what we're going to do. People hate that. Well, what do you mean you're not going to play? Well, I, I'm worth more. I'd like more. You're not going to pay me more. I'm not going to show up because if I show up and I get hurt, you're not going to just suddenly out of the goodness of your heart feel bad for me for getting hurt and stroke me a check for what could have been. You're not going to do that. So that's how that ended up happening. So who is the super agent in college football, Sexton? What's his first name? Is Jimmy. Bill? Jimmy? Jimmy. All right. So I, like it came out over time, probably last what do you think, 10 years or so that everybody realized that Jimmy Sexton is the guy who runs the show. He's the puppet master when it comes to the coaching carousel. Yeah, because he'll take 
listen, if you think about Jimmy Saxton, yes, he is a sports agent, a super agent. He is the one who takes one of his clients and then says, okay, well, it's not working out here. I'll manipulate this so that you get a job landing over here when they fire you, but you got to take my other guy. I'll get get him to come here. We'll move him over here. And, yes, he's the puppeteer. But his his name emerged at a certain point in the last decade. We are like, oh, okay, so he's the guy, and then he became a household name, kind of like Scott Boris did in MLB. I just want to know, who is the puppet master for the Major League Baseball Umpires Union? Because whoever that person is, the NFL should hire them. You think about how strong the Umpires Union is in baseball. That Joe West and Angel Hernandez are still umpiring games. They still umpire playoff games. They still umpire World Series games. And they're allowed to do so despite failing at their job miserably and having viral videos come up with them five to ten times a year. They only ump, what, like 120 games because they go to the command center for a couple rotations? Joe West, the problem with guys like Joe West, and you get this in the NBA too, it's it's not enough that you're sorry at your job and you feel entitled because you've been doing it for a long time and you belong to a very strong union so you know that it's going to happen to you. Uh, that, that That's bad enough and tough to stomach when you see it play out in that way, right? They're emboldened by that. It's that Joe West is confrontational to the point where he will, rather overtly, make calls on the heels of a dispute intent on upsetting you so that he has the ability to throw you out. He wants to challenge you. In essence, he's the guy that wants to, because he's protected by the larger man in the bar, wants to challenge you to the fight. He he wants to see how far he can push it to the point where he's not concerned about his integrity. So he misses a call. He's questioned about the call. He doesn't like being questioned. He runs the player. Manager gets upset, says, Joe, you know that's wrong. That wasn't a confrontational ask. A player can turn and say, is that as low as you're going to go today? Is that as high as you're going to go today? Whatever he wants you to ask. You suck. Yeah, whatever it They're might, allowed to. You know, it, whatever it might be, right? But then when, when he then intentionally later in that game, in order to get back, it's a vindictive thing, does something intentionally that affects the outcome of the game. Now the integrity of the game has been affected, and Joe doesn't care that you know that. He's only doing it because he's hoping to elicit a kind of response from you in which he can then throw you out of the game and or you'll get fined and or suspended. And they don't do anything Right, about so it. who is the Jimmy Sexton behind that union? Because that's who the NFL needs. You want guaranteed contracts? Go find that guy. Joe West has been a joke for 30 years, maybe yeah. longer. Well, more, many years ago during the dispute, when I came on the airwaves, 98, 99, there was an umpire dispute. And at one point, I remember thinking – that this would this would have been pretty interesting. The threat against the umpires union was: we'll fire all of you, we'll train new umpires, and we'll start from scratch, and all of you can go to hell. It reminded me of what Reagan did with air traffic controllers back in the eighties, which did happen. Well, okay, fine, don't want to work, get the hell up out of here. But it's that that's sort of what they threatened the umpires with way back when, and. I, th- I thought, okay, well, there you go. Somebody's standing up. It's happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, most of the time they back down. Most of the di- most of the time they s- they see the argument. It's, it's weird to me. We can't get robot umpires for balls and strikes soon enough, man. It's just every it, night. It will always look weird. Though. Every night. If you're thinking about joining Orange Theory Fitness, it is the summer of moral life promotion, and you're going to save a lot of money doing so now. I go four times a week, try to make it five great source of health 
and I think encouragement. If you're looking for that, it's an incredible environment with coaches care deeply about whether or not you succeed. Right now, in addition to that goodness that I just described, you're saving money. The first month is free with the purchase of a heart rate monitor. That's a huge savings. Active members, if you refer a friend or upgrade in August and September, you'll receive discounted membership prices for the next three months. If you want to reactivate your membership, if you have an account that's frozen just because you were waiting to see what played out, get back in there, get back in shape, and you'll receive discounted memberships as well for the next three months. Elite members receive $30 off for three months. Premier members receive $50 off for three months. For more questions and specifics, contact the studio. Go to orangetheoryfitness.com as well. Jeff Cameron Show continues in a moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And away we go. Soon we segue into a little bit of probables. Buckos go out west and lose 2-1, to one, man. They actually pitched well against that lineup. Stunning. That was the Dodgers, right? Yeah, I was lucky. I yeah. was asleep for all of it. I didn't see any of it. Over under rights, Garrett Sachs for Jermaine Johnson. He's got it at seven. I think you posted a good number, Garrett. Caleb says over. Ben says over. Let me guess. Every knoll everywhere is going to say over. Uh, well, those three against UMass are going to help. Three against UMass, three against Jack State. We just got to come up with two more. It can be done. Hey, I'm not knocking him, though, man. Work ethic, sound, intelligent, hardworking, physically gifted, cares, leader. Check, 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 check. Let's go. Like that kid a lot. I'll go over with you because there are a couple clunkers in which he'll dominate, but I also think he'll get meaningful sacks in bigger games. Going to need the rest of that line, Kara Thomas and all those guys, to show up and play well because once the book's out that maybe you only got one guy, they slide protection that way and, right, and right. you're neutralized. So Yeah, that's here is in a weird way more important if you're going to assume that Jermaine is something – of real note and somebody who can get to the quarterback and affect the quarterback, then you, you're right. You have to have that second threat. Be it, you know, Travis J, they bring him up in a blitz look and you have to you have to prepare for that, or just Keir Thomas is that good. Hopefully he is. His big thing has always been just whether or not he's really uh, explosive, and, and, and that all depends on whether or not he's healthy. So, you know, give me health more than any one thing, and I feel like he'll be a productive player for you. We've seen flashes of the burst from Keir Thomas. It's just a question of the consistency and, you know, can he do that? more than just a couple of times a game. Probables brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services. North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full-line, online, applicant onboarding, integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Three to two, Boston leads the Yankees. Top of the fifth, Tanner Houck and Jordan Montgomery started those games respectively. Blue Jays Nationals tonight. Alex Manoa, Eric Feedy. We got the uh, Red Sox Yankees game two tonight. Nathan Avaldi, Luis Gill. Cubs have lost twelve in a row. Is that right? Mm, tragic. That's a toughie. That's, that is a toughie. 
I think we're like at 12 or 14 over in the Well, I love David Ross circuit. and he's a friend, but I hate the Cubs. Kyle Hendricks, Vladimir Gutierrez. Are they sticking with old Rossi for the job? I mean, you know, if they're going fire sale mode, does that mean that they're going to do a, a change yeah, a of quick, manager? Yeah, a quick turnaround. I mean, they... Only been there the second year, right? I know, but these markets, these big markets, can get a little crazy with the expectations. I can't decide whether or not that's a commitment to him long term. Because if you think about why you hire David Ross, it's not because you feel like this is a wily group group of veterans that needs firing up or whatever. You know, this is a guy who helped really guide as a as a locker room guy and as a catcher as a leader. You know, young players throughout his career that, you know, fell in love with pitching to him and the way he calmed him down. That's one way to look at it. And again, he sure. was an old player and a guy that really got along with better. So you could look at it the other way. Too. Yeah, I think it's it's one or the other. Uh, but you could say that they brought him in to help push them back over the top again and not to, you know, take over a bunch of kids. I'll tell you what I know. Baseball managers are highly overrated. Angels, Tigers, Dylan Bundy, Casey Mize. That's true with managers. Yeah, yeah. Even with analytics rolling out there now, too. Usually the general manager tells you more than he ever has. Yes. Orioles, Rays, John Means, Drew Rasmussen, Braves, Marlins, Vascar Noah, Sedi Alcantara, Brewers, Cardinals, Corbin Burns, Adam Wainwright, Mariners, Rangers, Tyler Anderson, and Taylor Hearn. Stroh's Royals, Bomber Valdez, Daniel Lynch, Indians Twins, Eli Morgan. <laughs> Eli Morgan, good to meet you, sir. Can't wait to do my banking with you. Bailey Ober uh, for the Twins. That's A's, White Sox, Chris Bassett, Ronaldo Lopez, Padres, Rockies, TBD, Herman Marquez, Phillies, D-backs, Kyle Gibson, TBD, Mets, Giants, Marcus Stroman, Logan Webb, Pirates, Dodgers, mismatch, take the Dodgers, Will Crow, sucks, David Price going for the Dodgers, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. You want me to loop it back? <laughs> no, I don't want you to. I was just going to. I knew that baseline was there somewhere. I got, you know what I get? This is what I get tonight. This is good news, folks. I get the opportunity to uh, to break down Alabama, Miami talking points for a show that I cannot tell you about, but one that God, will be some forthcoming. Freaking soon. points. It's going to happen. Let's go. Yeah, can't wait. I got my preseason five best bets that I did last week for that show. That's right. And you divulged them a little bit. And then this, I get to do my Alabama and Miami, which, by the way, will be gathering together to hate watch in celebration of uh, Libations Friday Fest and yep. the start to a new season. We'll all be gathering together where we can sit back and enjoy the tide just running roughshod over Miami. Libations Friday Fest as it was meant to be celebrated on a Saturday afternoon. You know, by the way, on this particular lineup of shows and I'm not going to be working on this particular game, but recording tomorrow is the Alabama-Miami game that I am hosting, but also uh, Notre Dame-Florida State. And you're not hosting no, that, I'm not huh? hosting that, no. What? They said my ties to Florida State uh, would, they wouldn't allow for me to host it. 
So that's the way that works. Okay. No, that kind of makes sense. They're going to rotate guys around. Well, okay, yeah, then, yeah. then we can feel free to speculate. It's almost like when college game day, they say, well, Herbie, give us a key to the game because you're calling the game. At what number would you take Florida State and the points? Ten and a half? Yeah, a key number would be ten and a half. It's okay. nine and a half. Now it's below ten. I'd need ten or more, certainly, yeah. I'm okay. Ten and a half. I think I would take Florida State. Uh... <laughs> or would you entertain it at ten and a half and take it? Somewhere north. I'm not. I'm not touching our uh, that game. I don't. Hmm. Right now, I've had a big, a good time with totals, and I've had a lot of fun with all that other stuff. I, mm-hmm. uh, I feel more confident wagering on the Alabama Miami game than I do on the Notre Dame Florida State game. Let's just put it that way. I feel greater comfort. Well, I can guess why. I have greater comfort, and because of the Canes. Good job, Matthew. Good job, Tom. Thanks to all of you who listened and or watched and or commented. You guys be well. Have a great evening. Back with you tomorrow. Strong. Peace.